It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. Hey everybody, WFO is back on the air another week of talking NHRA drag racing and motorsports. We've got a huge week for you, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Joe, it's Monday. We're not ready for WFO, at least until ignition later on this evening. And the answer is, oh no, oh no. You got to get ready because we have got first time top fuel winner Trip Tatum going to be on the show. If you're a fan of Trip or you're looking for a favorite driver to follow through his uh, career in top fuel, this is the guy. Share the show. Be ready. We're going to speak with Trip just seconds from now. But first, I want to tell you about the people who support WFO Radio and make it possible for me to do this show. You just saw our newest marketing partner, and we're talking about VP Racing Fuels. Welcome to VP Racing Fuels. They've got fuels, obviously, oils and additives and small engine and even car care products. We're going to be telling you about them throughout the next uh, few weeks on WFO. So many drivers use VP out there in the pits, and we are happy to have them on the program. So go to vpracingfuels.com, sign up for their newsletter, and uh, let them know you heard about it on WFO Radio. Welcome, VP Racing Fuels. And thank you to our current sponsors like Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, Matt Hartford, Keith Jones, Lake Speed. Here's the deal. If you are building an engine or you're an engine builder, you need to give them a call and tell them what you're up to. They can help you unlock the hidden horsepower inside your engine, whether it be their gas-ported rings for stock eliminator racers who are not allowed to do anything to their pistons. Check them out. Or even all the way up to the nitro ranks, Total Seal has got new technology that they are working with certain, uh, I won't tell you exactly all about that. Go to TotalSeal.com to find out more information. And if you're into the whole big money bracket scene, if you're into that scene, FTI Performance com. These guys have already scored a bunch of victories, including at the Gator Nationals. We are working on connecting you, the listeners, with some of the FTI winning drivers to let you know exactly how to get it done. But here's the deal. If you're a bracket racer and you're not using FTI torque converters or transmissions, the next time that that subject comes up, give them a call. Go to the website and Tell them what you got, and they can uh, put you in the direction of winning more races. FTIPerformance.com. Thanks to them. And then, of course, SamTech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. We always say start your education at full speed, the next generation of engine builders, machinists, CNC programmers, aerospace engineers, many coming through SamTech.edu. There's Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. We appreciate Frank and Lana Hawley doing their Dragster Adventure program. Maybe you get bitten by the bug like the rest of us have, and you want to drive a dragster. Well, of course, it started just $399. Call Frank, Frank Hawley. Com. There's Marvin Rodak, RodaksCoffeeAndGrills.com. He was the A sponsor of Funny Car Chaos, the top league in Funny Car Chaos. He was out there, Marvin, gave me some insight into the weekend. I'll tell you about that later. But if you want some coffee, 817-924-6821. Call Rodak. He's a drag racer. He loves coffee. He loves grilling. He's in Fort Worth, Texas, for gosh sakes. Give him a call. Appreciate Marvin Rodak and uh, everybody that supports WFO radio behind the scenes, including our Patreons. We'll tell you about them uh, a little bit later. Boy, we're really increasing the sponsorship here on WFO and we're not done yet. Stick with us. But now it is time to connect with a first time winner, a WFO winner view following the 2022 Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals top fuel winner. 
Trip Tatum. What's up, Trip? How's that sound? Uh, sounds good. Sounds happy, happy to be here. I'm thrilled to have you on the show for, <clears throat> for multiple reasons, right? There's been a lot of uh, people inside the sport of drag racing know you well from your, your dad racing, the A-Fuel days, working your way up to top fuel, but really working your tail off probably for no compensation out there, right? Like you have helped out whoever needed help over the past four or five years. You're at the track. You're just increasing your knowledge base. Was that the, was this the plan the whole time trip as you're out there, like absorbing all this information? Was this the dream the whole time? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, I, uh, I'm pretty good friends with Tommy Johnson Jr. And I, I was, uh, <clears throat> spent almost two and a half years going almost every race with him with uh, JC and Rip Reynolds. And so that was an, an awesome learning experience for me. And a bunch of really good guys, uh, let's 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 get dig into that you know tj obviously you've said that he's which was texting you the whole time right giving you giving you like how to handle the pressure texts that's got to be a great benefit you've got people around you but have someone that you really trust on the other end of the text machine uh helping you out it must have worked yeah you know yeah tj he he, he isn't easy on me no <laughs> when, really? I, when, I when i don't uh when I don't do the right thing, you know, he'll let me know. But, you know, he, you know, I got a lot of base from my father uh, when I was very young. But as far as, you know, growing up learning, especially on the fuel car side, it, it pretty much it's all been from him. Uh, I oh, started man. I started early with the drag racing school with Frank Hawley's deal earlier on, which we can touch on. But, uh, yeah, TJ just. He's been in, you know, besides a really good friend, he's just been an un unbelievable mentor and what to do, how to do it, especially how to handle things under pressure. Because uh, that this whole deal for me was just and was and still is a ton of pressure. So it's it, it's uh, it's it's been a journey so far. That's for sure. Well, you've you've already lived up to any pressure you might engage you've got to win right you got that wally the goal goal one was probably to get on track you accomplished that goal two you know top fuel qualify goal three win a race something like that and you've you've done really well we just want to see you more out there like we want to see this become a, a more common thing and i think ultimately that's that's your plan why don't you tell us I want to talk about your dad. I want to talk about how you got to where you are, but let's get to that, right? We haven't seen the last of Trip Tatum by any means. No, we're, you know, we're one thing that Bob Lagana, Dom Lagana have preached and instilled in me is, you know, stay within your means, stay on the plan. And, you know, that this car has definitely exceeded every possible thing I could have ever even dreamed of uh, and it's run so good so quickly that you know it, it just to be frank it spoiled me it's <laughs> so with that being said yeah, yeah I want to go race right now but the, we are going to take our time keep this car at the level that it has performed and and, and the work that it goes into all this is is a lot behind the scenes people don't realize how much how much these the people around you make the difference and all the work that they do and how they do it and it because it, it takes a ton of people to make this work properly 
So for me, it's next race is probably going to be Norwalk. Uh, we're working on servicing everything, uh, fixing a few things, uh, getting more parts. Uh, uh, went in Gainesville, definitely helped in the parts department a, a little bit. So that we'll, we will be, uh, you know, getting some better things, some better parts that, uh, you know, that I think are needed. And then, you know, I'm a 100% self-funded car. So I just got to live within my means and, and just, you know, kind of pick and choose where I think we, we all feel, cause this is definitely a whole team effort. Uh, what's the next best, best place to go. So. Interesting. Well, people are weighing in out there on social and everybody, thank you so much for uh, the support of the show. And obviously trip Brian is out there. He said the car was set on kill and it certainly was. I want to ask you about, uh, you know, you kept saying, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to mess this up, but, I would rather start at the beginning. This is your first time on the show. You sent me a couple of photos of your dad. This one next to TV Tommy's uh, car. You you were able to buy this car back. So tell me about your dad and growing up drag racing in what many people consider the golden era of the sport when, you know, a couple of guys uh, who worked hard together and, 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 you know, formed a team could have a top fuel dragster and, and what it was like growing up in that environment. And, you know, tell me some stories about your dad. Well, my dad, you know, most of his base with was in road racing, uh, specifically Ferraris. Um, the picture that you see there is I, I'm kind of judging just by the, <laughs> how young I am in that picture, but this is somewhere in early 1970. And, and, and on the right, that's my dad. Then that's my mom holding me. And then that I, I was told that's Tarzan, who is Tommy uh, Ivo's crew chief at the time. Okay. Uh, Hall of Famer just inducted into the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame a year ago. Yeah. And I believe he recently passed away. Yeah, that those cars at that time were both brand new. Neither one of them had run, but as far as I know. But yeah, I, I grew up around a lot of pretty neat stuff. A lot, mostly, mostly road racing stuff. But my dad did have two front engine cars, and also had a a brand new Butera rear engine car that was never finished. So yeah, I just there was lots of in, very influential things in my life. Uh, when I was probably four or five years old, the first time uh, Gary Bergen used to come on the, when he would, you know, match race, he would stay at my dad's shop on, you know, and we lived in, in Maryland. So that was a huge influence on me. Cause I actually, actually got to see this car run and would go to races that, you know, like, I, I guess the first one I ever went to, I think was capital raceway and there in Maryland, uh, actually one, I was very young was at a Quasco. And, uh, I mean, just places that don't exist anymore. Well, certain capital certainly does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then I think in the first national event I ever went to was Indy in, I believe, 81 or 82, or whatever the first year of the Big Bud shootout was. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got to watch all that and, 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 and Gary was in that, in the Big Bud shootout and uh, went to the final that year too. So just, just neat stuff. 
the Orange Baron, Gary Burns, oh, yeah. one of my yeah. favorite uh, cars because it had a name on it, by the way, and the people love names. Oh, yeah. You were at Funny Car Chaos this past weekend. After we get to get to know Trip Tatum, I'm going to ask you a little bit about your experience out there. Speaking of funny cars with names, I think they all have names out there. Maybe something we should emulate in the NHRA. Does your car have a name, Trip, yet? No, you know, it's just been such a whirlwind. I, I, no, no, no name. Um, yet, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's been good to me though. So if I ever come up with a name, uh, you know, it would have to be something that's, uh, sweet. That's for sure. Okay. See, see now you've already driven cars with names though, right? Like this is one that I thought was pretty oh, cool yeah. and credit to Bob Z lag for taking these pictures and Dominic obviously for like, Hey, where can I get some pictures of, uh, of trip driving the Ninja? Those guys get it right. Tell me about this experience where Bobby and Dom, this is their family car. And you know how it is, right? They don't just put anybody oh, in there, but they no. put you in there. What did that mean? Like connect the two dots from what well, happened at the Gator Nationals to that? Because they have to be connected. Yeah. You know, I, I, I drove uh, Anthony DeCero's a fuel car for a couple of years. And, you know, like everything else, you, you know, the dream is always to drive a top fuel car. Uh, so it was something that was discussed a little bit here and there. And, you know, I'd spent enough time and I kind of inquired a little bit and I think, you know, they saw that I did a, a decent job driving and which I didn't understand at the time is that they don't let too many people drive their car. Uh, as far as, you know, it's been myself, Ashley Sanford and, uh, Clay. And I think, yeah clay recently at the match race and then noah bef before me uh yeah it's it's kind of a short list and you know it's it, it was an honor and you know the it, it, invaluable learning experience man i mean <laughs> and not just driving the race car uh probably more about life uh that those guys are yeah it's they did. They've done a lot for me. That's awesome. And you know what? Hey, listen, I'm going to say this. It's okay to be emotional on oh, WFO yeah. because yeah. why are we yeah. doing this? Right? Like, why are yeah. we doing this? If we can't celebrate great moments, like, like all of this, especially the relationships, but let's, all right, let's talk about the actual race, right? Okay. Weird Gator nationals because it almost didn't happen. The weather was just <laughs> the worst ever yeah. people are getting stuck i don't think people will remember this years from now but it was the mud nationals you couldn't get in you couldn't get out uh one qualifying session and you guys uh you you ripped it you're the number one qualifier uh setting up a round one matchup against lex june we interviewed on the stage and you said to me it was, I love it. Don't please don't become the type of person that hides your emotions because I love you dealing with the, I don't want to mess this up. I know I can win. I got a car that can win. Everybody around me can win. You got Donnie Bender over there. You got everybody over there. You got this, uh, you know, the, un, the, the replacements of nitro guys, right? Like they're, they're coming out of retirement to help you. And you know that you're the weak link kind of because of experience and you put it out there and in the end you dealt with it, but take me through those moments where you are, realizing that man I, I got a car that can win the gator nationals well i try not to think about that any of that too much because that'll just get that'll totally <laughs> that'll that'll get you nutted up so i mean it's, it's, it's just it's just it's, it's just round by round you know it's like you know 
there is no easy round because to me, it's like, yeah, we should have gone, definitely gone out there in first round and, and won if you just look at the performance. But sometimes not messing up, that's the biggest thing. It's like we, we still had to go A to B. If we made a mistake, Lex could have very easily driven right around us. Uh, you know, and they're just no easy customers out there anymore. <laughs> no easy cars. So, yeah, first round, I mean, you know, and the, 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 the atmospheric conditions, the track, the temperature, everything was just no data on that, or, you know, and, and just was super tough. I mean, they were preaching to me for first round qualifying. Now, yeah, we're just going to try to go A to B. You know, I, I didn't even really think, I, I, in my mind, we were just going to have two laps, go A to B, go down there, try to maybe run a middle to high 70 and just if that way we know we're in. And, uh, but I get, as I learned, sometimes when you slow things down, they, t they can go faster. So that's kind of what we kind of learned a little bit. Maybe we were just a little too aggressive, uh, in a few areas on the tune up and backing it up a little bit, showed us something and, and boy, the car run really good. Yeah. We ran a 60, 67 with a four, I believe. And then in first round, it went a 67 with a, a seven. Yep. So. Yeah, and, and 329, you know, three, <laughs> three. Oh, yeah, you know. it was a bracket car. I mean, Stu and Short Hall. I mean, you know, man, those guys are good. The knowledge base there, think about that. The years those guys have been doing that. Well, and, Tony Short Hall, for instance, perfect example. He's out there, he's walking around, he's got his hair. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, your hair is so great. But he's got a lifetime of experience, and this isn't even like his primary thing. He's, he's doing chemicals and, and stuff on the other side. It's John Stewart, another guy who, um, oh, yeah. Just amazing how much knowledge he has over the years. And you got to put that to the test in the second round where you go up against Billy Torrance. And let's talk a little bit about the Torrance family and what they do, uh, both for themselves as, you know, four-time champions and Billy. But we make a big deal over all the things that they do because nobody knows what they do. And, and here you got to race them. But I don't know if you've got bigger supporters than the Torrance family, right? Because they, uh, they empower, yeah. they could tell Bobby and Dom not to help anybody if they wanted. Yeah, but that's not, that's not, the, that's not the way they work. Um, you know, first off, none of, none of any of this, you know, wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the blessings uh, of the Torrance family, uh, you know, Mama Kay, Billy, Steve, Natalie, uh, uh, they're just great people. And, uh, it, yeah, it's, they're just, it's just unbelievable the way, the way they think, how they work, how they handle it. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, at, at times it just, it's kind of a loss for words for me because it's just, it, it can become overwhelming. You know, it's so much has happened in such a short period of time for me. And it's, it, it, it it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Well, they recognize it though. Courtney Ender's out there calling you the man. So proud of you and the team. Trip Tatum says Courtney. Courtney was in the state of Florida uh, this past weekend. What's up, Courtney? Courtney is going to be back on the air for a uh, happy hour show at some point. Okay, semifinal matchup now. Going up against Mike Salinas, who has been doing real well, ripping it. Has been uh, down six consecutive runs. Had won the previous event. So uh, talk about preparing for that run, right? Preparing for a run against, uh, you know, back-to-back -back hitters and Billy, but now Salinas. Well, you know, I, I know a lot of those guys over on that team and, and, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're stout. They're strong. I mean, that, that's, you know, 
that that car is you know one of the best out there so like i said earlier there it, there's none of these guys are easy and uh you know you know i i, I just honestly it i don't think about who's in the other lane <clears throat> because that will definitely just probably overwhelm me i just go up there and and just try to race that racetrack and do the best job i can at the time and just try to get on down and it actually it worked out for us well you got yeah you got to go a to b keep it in the keep it in a groove simple as that except it's very very difficult and um you're gonna have to help me out on this one because were, were you first down or was doug first down in the semifinals? because the Doug Foley trip Tatum final round matchup was not something that most people had figured out going into race day. Hey, well, first of all, Brooks, Brooks is, you know, runs that deal. <laughs> Their shop is about 50 yards, 75 yards, just behind mine here in Brownsburg. And uh, I mean, and Brooks has helped with a ton on my car. I mean, he, he put his help, put a lot of things together. We're actually a pretty big family over here. We always help each other out. And, uh, you know, you need parts. It doesn't matter whether I might have to race you, you know, he, he'd do anything for us too. So, but man, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't remember who was first, if we were right. first or second. I mean, there's, there's a lot of it that is just, it goes in one ear and out the other. So, uh, I just remember figuring out that we were in the final and it's like, I don't know, it, you'd, <laughs> Brooks and I, we all do a lot of kidding around, but I, I just know that car was very capable. I mean, Doug is a great guy. Uh, and then what happened in the final just, just shows you that you, you, you have to be prepared for anything. And, you know, I have a son that was on the tree in the final. I, I kind of noticed it was bad, but I just, you couldn't see how bad until the, the angle sitting in the driver's compartment I, I could barely see the pre-stage and I did my normal deal, shallow staging, but it, it, I blinked the stage light, but I didn't know whether it was on or off. And the next thing I know, the tree was down. And then, you know, <clears throat> I had a horrible light. It was, I think it was 192. Yep. And uh, I think Doug it was, was 126 one, though. Yeah, so really yeah. it's seven, seven hundredths one way or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> thank God the car ran as good as it, it did, because if not, that would have been a tough one to, to swallow, but, uh, you know, it, like I I've said for a while, like uh, first round in there in, in uh, Arizona, you know, we had a small issue and the parachute came out. It just wasn't meant to be, but that day was my day. It, it was our team's day and it was meant to be. Yeah. So. Well, you did, you did, you were able to drive around Doug, um, but great job by Doug Foley. Who's in a very oh, yeah. similar situation as you, right? Oh, yeah. So it was like a nice, if this is going to be what it is, where independent teams can compete as long as they stay within their means and don't overextend themselves. That's a good thing. That's a good, good sport to have. We just need you for, you know, whatever you're planning on doing, we need you to get a sponsor and do the double, right? Whatever, whatever you can do. But that was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't run into somebody who thought that that was a bad final round matchup. No, I mean, it's great. I mean, it just it shows you that, you know, although there is not as many big teams out there now uh, that people that work hard and, you know, it can be done. If, you know, and in my particular case, I'm, I'm surrounded by, you know, an unbelievable group of guys 
and you know our our service on race day it was it was great not one problem we got quicker and quicker and that's just it's it's just people being together getting used to each other and uh you know they did good really good that yeah. makes a huge difference it takes the stress out of everything and you know, for me as a driver, I, I can't sit and do anything. I do the fuel, do the shoots, do a few other small things, but I just got to stay busy. If I sit there and start thinking about things that, you know, it, it's tough on you. Right. Well, but at some point you go through the traps and the wind light comes on and you see it or you don't, but then they signal you to where you got to go. And the reality of, we just won this darn thing. We just <laughs> won this thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to hear about that because I got some shots that you sent me. I don't know if Bobby Lagana, like, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's used to winning over there with the Capco guys, but he's like, he gets happy. This was next level happy for these guys. They were, they were going nuts. There's Gary, who I know you saw this past weekend and Bobby yeah. and everyone was so super happy for you. Just try to, yeah, I know why, but why? Like what, what's, what was so intense that drove these guys to that level of emotion? I mean, this is an easy one and a tough one, I guess. Um, I mean, well, their passion, first and foremost. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they wear their emotions on the sleeve. And I mean, everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, to be honest with you, this, this whole car, this whole deal is pretty much Bobby's little brainchild there. And, you know, it's, it's uh, I think he takes a lot of pride in, in, in steering people in the right direction showing them how to be better and you know with the race car but in life too uh so you know and, and trust me when i tell you this but i've 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 learned a few valuable lessons from <laughs> from bob and dom so and the whole group you know those guys over there you know, just when you think you're safe yeah you're not they'll remind you really quickly that uh you know to just always be humble you know and and, and do right by people yeah well, that's their ninja rules, right? Oh, yeah. Like they, oh, yeah. they put them yes. out there for a reason. Those ninja <laughs> rules are real. Oh yeah. Real. Now it's, it's great to, it's great to see. It's great to see. It was great to see. And uh, I'm excited for you, but you're not, you don't want to be a part-time team that occasionally runs, right? Like you would love uh, a, a sponsor, a corporation, a, yeah. a, a, a marketing partner that could get you out there to more. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like that, you're already on the board with a win, but I know like with Krista's car, like finding the people who can go on the road, who can run X amount of rate, like that's not easy. You don't just flip a switch. It's, no. it's a very challenging situation. No. So speak on that and what you're, what you're ultimately trying to accomplish. Like if, if a, a sponsor approached you and said, man, I love how humble you are and I love what you got going. How many could you do? Uh, you know, it would take a little bit of time. Well, I mean, honestly, though, in these days and age with, with the whole pandemic and things, the parts are harder to find. I, <clears throat> I think that <laughs> the team that wins this year might not just only run the best, they might be the best prepared uh, seeing into the future. So part of that is having enough parts and pieces to compete uh, a full schedule and, 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 and properly. So for us, I mean, I do have a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, I could probably run almost all the races, but you got to have the right people around you. My crew is all ex, you know, full timers that have no normal regular jobs now. And, uh, 
you know, I, I, I couldn't see doing it without these guys. So it would, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to do some <laughs> work on things to get them to try somehow, some way to get them to run a full arm twisting. Schedule. The arm twisting, right? Yeah. No, they'll do it. Yeah. They, they, they would do well, it if they felt like they have a chance to win. That's really what it's about. No one wants to go out there and lose. They got to know they got a chance to yeah. win, and it looks like they might. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, you know, as I've said earlier, this isn't cheap. It it it, it, it does take a, a lot of money to do. Um, so, yeah, working on some, some help would definitely make a big difference. Uh, you know... Full-time, I mean, you know, that a full-time deal, you know, it's, that's a two and a half, $3 million deal. So, and that's, that's full, full-time or, or, or a primary sponsor of that size is pretty hard to come by these days. So I, I don't necessarily know, maybe the best thing is, is, is smaller associate sponsors, you know, equal up. There's a lot of different paths, I guess, to achieve that. I mean, you, you right. got you know, look at clay and how they do it. Like Jim Dunn, different sponsor on that car every race you know, seems like um so I, we're definitely looking and and discussing and and feeling some stuff out and 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 winning a race definitely is there's been some inquiries on in a few areas so that that is encouraging but like anything else until it's there and in front of you and you can actually do something with it, it you know it is what it is so right. yes but the goal is to run more races the goal definitely is to, uh, to be to go out there more that's great. No, super excited for you. I know you're not going to be there this weekend, but that's fine because you'll still be undefeated all the way till uh, Norwalk, which is cool. Trip, is there anything that we didn't cover here that you want people to know about you and your team and your journey to get to this point? Uh, so many people are like, who's Trip Tatum was the question that I got from my you know, casual observer friends, right? They're like, who's Trip Tatum? I never heard of this guy. It's like, man, the guy's been out there a long time, you know, family drag race, um, yeah. been chasing this dream since the 1980s. Um, but what else is there that we didn't quite get to that you uh, you want people to know about you? Uh, I mean, that's probably, I don't know. That's a hard question for me. Um, I, I'm just one of those guys that I, you know, my, I guess one of my, my biggest goal was, is I wanted people to say, where did this come from? Uh, don't don't talk about it just do it work hard you know go out there and do, you know do, do let that let that car do the talking for you and that that's definitely me i'm i'm not a talker uh uh for me i just it just 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 take care of your you know your do business the right way and uh things will hopefully work better for you in the future and that's just uh you know we just try to have fun and uh, and we definitely try to go fast too. So <laughs> there you go. Derek wants to know if you've ever gone trip zip in a top fuel car. I don't think you really want to go trip zip. That was a mistake. If you did, I mean, you'll take it. Yeah. That if you did that, you're guessing or, or, <laughs> or you're uh, in, in pretty deep. So yeah, uh, yeah that, that it's been instilled in me from the very beginning, especially from Don Magana, just go up there and be as shallow as can be. And, and, you know, like I, I've struggled so far a little bit this year. My lights haven't been the way I want them to be. And I just I've realized that with age and everything else, things don't always <laughs> work the way you want them to be. But so I've got work to do. Uh, cars got maybe a little work to do. And uh, but yeah, no. Just so on top of all on top of all that, you went out to Funny Car Chaos this past weekend at the Motorplex hanging out. Dexter Tuttle had his uh, 
his uh, nitro banded out there and there were like, you know, 60 other funny cars. It was kind of cool. Um, you know, what, what did you do? They put you to work. You weren't hanging out. You were working. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did mix the fuel for the car. Um, it, uh, and then was uh, Pritchett, Gary Pritchett's clutch assistant, <laughs> which was a, a learning experience for that. That's for sure. Um, yeah, that, that funny car chaos deal is wild. I mean, there, there's over 60 funny cars of all different eras, different configurations, alcohol cars, uh, nostalgia, nitro cars, uh, varying degrees, um, a fuel car. Uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, then they have some of the altered cars you know, that are supercharged nitro, a fuel combinations. And I mean, it's just if you love funny cars, then, man, it's 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 a pretty neat deal. Awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, in that, uh, and, and this uh, gentleman, Brian, he says that uh, Lyle Greenberg won the A, the Rodax Coffee and Grills.com A field winner circle, which was great. You guys were supposed to run them, though, right? In the final, isn't that the way it was supposed to go? And you couldn't answer the call with Dexter's car. Yeah, yeah. We ran into some, some issues, motor problems. And, and uh, boy, we didn't quit, though. We didn't, <laughs> we had probably damn near two and a half motor changes. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, that, that was not an easy one to, to take. Uh, but you know, the guys, they, they gave it their all and, and, you know, it just, it just, we just flat ran out of time. Yeah. Well, it was a good event uh, from what I, what I hear. And obviously there there was a fire with Ken Singleton, uh, who, you know, yeah. people can look up at that, that from what I understand was a terrible situation, um, to keep it in perspective, but this interview is really just about the introduction of Trip Tatum to the, the mainstream fan base of the NHRA. And I, I know you're going to have a lot of new fans and you do social media, right? Like you've got, I know you got a Facebook page that shows up on it right now. And others, you got, uh, you know, you're going to try to keep people up on what's going on behind the scenes with the team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've got a bunch of good people working for me on the social media and uh, yeah, it's all, a lot of this is all new for me. And uh, so it's, it's just figuring out, learning, you know, time has to happen and, you know, just hopefully, you know, move in a bigger, better direction. Exactly. Well, I think you are. I think you're showing what hard work and, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with good people or being one of those good people who surrounds other people can can do right. Working this team, this uh, this group, this family that you're talking about with, you know, the Torrances and Gary Pritchett and Bobby and Dom and Aaron Brooks and like all that interconnected uh, circles that people don't really see behind the scenes, like the walls between the teams in many ways have come down for some of the teams, right? Like they're just a bunch of drag racers trying to help each yeah. other in this old school way that everybody wishes it would go back to, except it's already back to that. And maybe they just don't know. I think it's great trip. Thank you for coming on WFO your first time, but hopefully not your last. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hope to be back to see you sometime soon, Joe. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, this was awesome trip. Thank you so much. We'll see you. I know we're going to see you before Norwalk. We'll see you with the car in Norwalk. And thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. Great win. Thank you. All right. Trip Tatum with us here on WFO Radio. How great was Trip? That's what it's about, guys. That's what it's about. Like just a hardworking, humble dude who doesn't say a whole lot and lets the car do the talking for him. Except when you ask him some good questions, he'll have real genuine answers. And the whole Tommy Johnson, Tommy, you're tough on the guy, huh? You're tough on the guy. That's good. It clearly has worked. 
and, uh, you know, Dominic and Bobby and Gary and all those guys behind the scenes. And I can tell you, I'll relay a little bit of an anecdote. He comes into the media center after it's all over and he's on the phone taking a congratulations phone call from the Torrances who are on their way back home. And uh, it was on speaker. And to just hear the genuine happiness for this guy coming from them and the genuine appreciation and, uh, and, and just the mutual respect. Like I would love for everybody who have heard it because it would change your opinion about everything that you're going to see. You're not going to see these sports teams like fight against each other. It's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. There's this whole layer of working together behind the scenes that is so much better than any of that. Uh, it was great. It was great. And I'm happy to have Trip on the show. Tomorrow, Alan Reinhardt will be on. We'll talk to him a little bit about it, one o'clock. And then Wednesday at 12 noon, we'll have uh, Matt Hagen, who won the first race for Tony Stewart Racing. And uh, that, you know, we'll go to week. And then we're going four wide drag racing out there in Vegas. We're going four. I'm going to kick you out, Trip, just so you know. Like uh, the show's going to be over for Trip here in a second because I'm getting ready to wrap it up. Final comments in the comment section for everybody out there. And then we're going to move on. But thanks to Trip Tatum for coming on the show. It was amazing. All right, your final thoughts, your final comments. Anybody see anything interesting on television last night? Uh, well, you know what? On our Monday motivation for Patreons, I did reference the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock debacle. And I just, you know, tying it into our sport. Yeah, Monday motivation, the Patreons get a special show, right? Just laying everything out. You know, I talked about the University of Miami Hurricanes getting down to the Elite Eight. That was great. And all the great racing and Formula One and NASCAR and everything that happened this past weekend. But the big, you know, smack at the Oscars. Everybody wants some sort of confrontation until it happens and then they hate it. And this is a lesson that I think we all need to learn, myself included. We want drama in drag racing. We want friction in drag racing. We want guys telling each other they want to whip each other's butts in drag racing. And that's what people really want. And then when you give, when it happens, everyone recoils because they really don't want that. And that's the right thing to not want that. I don't want to see two people that I like uh, in a physical confrontation. I don't want to see two people that I like in a vicious argument. I don't want to see two people that I like in uh, conflict. That's what racing is for. You go out there and, and I know the hugs at the top end of the racetrack are definitely not a good thing because you want it to be competition. And there should be a little bit of a cooling off after being defeated or defeating someone as someone who has competed. I never liked it when someone came over to me like a second after they beat me badly and were like, hey, good job. Little PTSD to some of those moments. But the other end of the spectrum is what we saw last night at the Oscars. And if you haven't seen it, guys, you live under a rock. It was bad. It was a bad moment. And we should all learn from it. People say they want stuff, but they don't really want it. Like, I didn't want that. That was not good. Just to tie it all together to our sport. When you hear Trip talk about respect and admiration and learning and humility and being humble and like oh who, who is that for right who is that for well that's for winners it's for people who do well it's for people who you know understand what it's all about a little trash talk i'm all for that for a little fun 
Stevie Fast style trash talk. I'm for that. But that comes in time with comfort. I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed seeing Doug Foley and Trip Tatum battle it out in the final round to determine who would be a first time winner. And, you know, I think the world of Aaron Brooks too. And uh, to see him, you know, continuously make comebacks and be with Doug for a while, I think that's a great, great situation. Big thanks to the people who support the show, VP Racing Fuels. Go to their website. They've got a newsletter you can sign up to, whether it be racing fuel, of course, additives, lubrication products, even car care products. They've got it all. And we'll be telling you a little bit more about VP Racing Fuels over the next few weeks. And very happy and excited to have them part of the WFO universe. Welcome, VP Racing Fuels. And of course, FTI Performance Transmissions, FTIPerformance.com whether it be Top Dragster, Pro Modified, Dot 90, Weekend Bracket Racing, FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters can show you to the winner's circle. Uh, U.S. Nationals winners, million-dollar race winners, many of them are using FTI Performance. For over 10 years, Greg Samuel comes up with this company and goes right to the front, which is pretty amazing. Go to FTIPerformance.com and, of course, Paul Lee, uh, the leader over there with McLeod Clutches and FTIPerformance.com. Thank you for supporting WFO Radio. And again, you might not need these people right now, or maybe you do, but we, when you do, think about how they support WFO. Like Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Total Seal, Hartford and team will be back in action running four wide this weekend. It's going to be very exciting. I, I am a, a proponent of the four wide drag racing as we do it twice a year at the beginning of the year. Uh, it is good stuff. But if you're building an engine, if you're having an engine built, if you're an engine builder, you definitely want to connect with the folks at Total Seal. Uh, what I have learned through the Hidden Horsepower podcast, which you should all subscribe to because it is great, is that there are a lot of people, myself included, that find something that works and stick with it. Maybe too long. Maybe too long. And so your local engine builder, does he know that thinner rings work better last longer and provide more power or is he still doing the same thing that he did eight years ago 10 years ago because it works but not as well because technology has advanced and that's what total seal is all about go to totalseal.com samtech.edu very similar situation with the next generation of engine builders cnc machinists go to samtech.edu get on the horn with brian massengill tell him you heard it on wfo and uh get your education started. Frank Hawley's drag racing school. We heard that trip went to Frank's, you know, like exactly. And you for $399 can go and spend an afternoon at the dragster adventure, learning the same principles. It's an, a tremendous value. And you get to drive dragsters showing up with nothing but the shirt on your back and they supply everything. It's a deal at twice the price, frankhawley.com. And then there's Marvin Rodak, rodakscoffeeandgrills.com. Marvin was out there at Funny Car Chaos. He's one of the big sponsors out there, big wig, you know, chest all puffed up. Sends me a picture of him and Eddie Hill. Eddie Hill, who's just hanging out at Funny Car Chaos, just hanging out. I was like, get Eddie on the show, Marvin. And, uh, you know, next time, next time. But Marvin Rodak, 812, you want to hear about... 817-924-6821. Call Marvin, order some coffee. They've got all kinds of custom blends. Check it out, rodaxcoffeeandgrills.com. And then, yes, the Patreons, right? These people have a monthly membership. They spend what they can. And sometimes they adjust it up, and sometimes they adjust it down. But they're getting the behind the scenes, and it's very 
uh, you know, it's very uh, minimal in that you get some stickers and get some swag and you get to be part of the WFO universe. Patreon.com slash WFO. But what you know you're doing is helping out our show. You're helping to keep this show rolling. And when you are a Patreon and you go to the late rounds and you win a little money and send me a picture and you got the WFO sticker on your car like Brittany, you make it on the show. That's what happens. Way to go, Britt. Wearing her WFO hat and her WFO sticker, the only sticker on her car, Cutlass. And what she make the semifinal round, I believe. Way to go, Britt. Keep it going. And uh, that is what's up on WFO. Did I use all the photographs? Just want to make sure everybody saw Trip's dad's car and this one in particular. He bought his dad's car back and he now still has it. Amazing. All right, let's see what your final comments are in the comment section. Brittany's out there watching right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for taking the picture. I like Brenwald's Rodak slogan. I, I don't know it yet. I'm out of the loop. I thought Brenwald was driving back from Kansas. Great show. Joe says, Scott, Joey Rocket. Great show again, brother. Keep it going. Love you. Thank you, Joey Rocket. Thank you. Underdogs always play into the crowd. Well, as Americans, we are underdogs. Even still. We have that underdog attitude. That's why everybody likes the Ukrainians, the underdog, right? And for this team to go out, both of those teams, go out and make the final round, that was awesome. Everybody loved it. John Force wasn't his beloved because of the passion, uh, not as a knockout artist. Isn't that the truth? Now, don't get me wrong. In the fight game, a knockout artist thing is good. Oh, here it is. Brenwald. Rodax Coffee wakes you up quicker than a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. So bad. No, Jeff, you're wrong. Fake slap. Wrong. Sorry. I know a lot of people speculated that it was, uh, it was, it's not. That was as real as real gets. So ready for Vegas. Don't know quit. You're going to be there, Jeff. Awesome. Great show as always. No family like racing families. Thanks, Trip. Thanks, Joe. Gotta love a down-to-earth interview. Great interview with Trip. Thank you very much, Monica. I appreciate it. No, it was great. It was great. You got cool show, Joe says Carl. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate you. Yeah, they ran real well out there at Chaos. What other news? Things that are in the news. Uh, Phillips, full season. Justin Ashley. They announced that right off. We got off the air last week. I was out on... Uh, spring break we did interview karen stouffer but that news came out after the interview had occurred great news i feel uh you know sort of connected to it right mr epler we like he said and it happened i feel great that what he said on wfo actually happened that to me means the world right uh mike salinas got pep boys for select races this year that's good for mike seeing what uh, those guys are able to do I also saw that, uh, you know, Jasmine Salinas wins. And in the NHRA Lucas Oil Series show, they used the interview that uh, Nikki and myself did on the top end of the racetrack. That was kind of cool to see that. Very un, un, uh, I was unaware of that, right? You're watching the show just for the show, and then there you are. Kind of surprising, but not really. And then there's the whole Wild Horse Pass thing, which I have decided we're going to kick that off a little bit until tomorrow. Um, you know, uh, the wild horse pass 2023 will be the final race. I talk about it with Alan because he's usually good with perspective. 
on such things. I can tell you that here in South Florida, West Palm Beach, Moroso Motorsports Park, PBIR, however you want to call it, is a very significant track and facility. Like, I got to say, it's it's very nice. The track surface is as nice as anyone. It could be potentially a national event track. They would have to expand it into some areas, which makes it difficult. They'd have to spend some money. Uh, it looks like it's going away, like 98% going away. Uh, there's one final meeting that will be coming up here in a, in a few weeks where, and the rumors are going around. Who knows somebody whose former roommate knows someone who used to deliver pizza to one of the city commissioners and says that they're not going to allow for the, the rezoning of the land use and all that. I don't know. I don't know. But I know this. I know this, that to have drag racing, you must have drag strips. It's not, it's not difficult math. No Atlanta, no Arizona, no Houston. Joliet might come back, obviously. We're hoping that it comes back. And, uh, you know, that's hinging upon everybody showing up at the divisional race here in a few months, weeks. But to have professional drag racing, you must have professional drag racing facility. And so what does that mean? I, well, I think that what's happening is got to do with expansion and property values and just the normal growth of life. These tracks used to be far out in the middle of nowhere. And as the population has increased and business has increased and everything has increased, which is something we want. We certainly don't want things to get smaller. Um, they are right in the middle of these cities and we're going to have to build some new tracks, folks. That's what it is. Someone's going to have to build some new tracks. We're going to have to build new tracks. And who's going to do that? Like that's, that's the challenge. There's a lot of people with a lot of money in this sport, around this sport that can get loans, that know construction, that can buy the land. It's the time where people who are those people need to put on their, uh, they need to channel their inner Billy Meyer. And they need to do something and make it happen. Buy a track of land that's in the middle of nowhere, out and further in Arizona. They got plenty of it. And invest in making another facility. And that's what's going to have to happen. Because you can't just lose all your tracks. On the same time, there is a commentary by Susan Wade up on Competition Plus. And uh, I have such great relationships with everybody that I encounter uh, and have been helpful. Uh, Bobby and Susan, and we're great friends. But I totally disagree with her uh, commentary that now is the time to cut the schedule to 15 races. And to me, it's, it's tone deaf. It's wrong. It's inaccurate. It's the wrong way to go. But that's the thing about opinions, right? Everybody can have an opinion and they might be wrong or they might not be wrong. They might be right right now, but in a year they might be wrong. Like you just don't know. But I don't, I don't know a lot of people that, yes, it would be cheaper to run the cars, but if you're only running 15 races, that's not a full-time thing anymore. That's a part-time thing. And then the other things that you fill the year with will might take precedent just like we were talking about with trip a minute ago right 15 weeks man you those aren't full-time guys anymore those are part-time guys it's part-time sport 
Is it a professional sport if you do it 15 weeks? Or is it a hobby? I don't know. Cutting a couple of hundred thousand dollars and a couple million dollars of value right out of the sport. I, I just think it's a bad idea that should be buried. You look everywhere else. I've been watching this Drive to Survive Formula One show. Watch the first couple episodes. What are they doing? They're experiencing mega growth. Mega growth. The number two sport in the world behind soccer, Formula One. What are they doing? Are they cutting back? No, they're expanding. People now with money, more money. I know everyone's complaining. There's more money out there. People want to spend money right now. You could give them less to spend money on. I don't know. I just think it's a incorrect for the moment. I think you got to keep trying to grow and you got to do more to grow. And if that means create an organization that builds tracks, if that means partnering with stakeholders to build another entity that builds drag strips to a certain spec so that we may have drag racing in the future. You got to do it. Can't let an outside influence like real estate, property values in major metropolitan areas destroy you, in my opinion. All right, let's see what other people say. I was just vamping right there, guys. That was it. Steve's going to be at the race in Vegas, guys. All right, Steve, I'll see you there, bud. I'll be there. It sucks here in Los Angeles today. It's cold and rainy. Oh, well. It's beautiful in sunny South Florida. Underdog door cars and super comp. Oh, you're going to be racing, Jeff? Good deal. Brenwald is back. Tell Mike Salinas to buy the track. I know he's been looking to buy some drag strips. Well, I don't know what Mike Salinas is looking or not looking to do. But I just left. I just laid a roadmap out. Not that I need to tell anybody. But we've got some people who have been very successful in the real estate game. Why not create an organization? Why not work together? Buy some land, like build three tracks at the same time instead of one. Figure out which markets will do the best. I would love to have you build one here in South Florida, but I don't think anybody could afford the land, honestly. But I know you could go to Homestead Miami Speedway and partner with them. I think you could. Any new word on where Jim Oberhofer is going to go? Yeah, um, you'll just have to wait on that. I like to allow the teams to make their releases on their own schedule. This is not for me. You can go to other places to find people to, you know, spoiler alert. You'll get some news. With an investor, I think my idea on solar panels and placement could make it so traps are an asset to the community rather than a disturbance. Yeah, not enough of one though. There's a lot of land out there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against your idea, but I don't know if I want to be racing underneath solar panels, man. And I love solar. That's my favorite thing for energy. But I don't know. Mike Salinas went to buy Famoso in Bakersfield, and then the owner cut uh, uh, backed out of it. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know that to be true. But maybe it is. Save a drag strip. Save a drag strip. There's another, I was reading Comp Plus earlier, Ozzy Moya, who saved three drag strips. And the article is like, why do I do this, right? Kind of negative. The local community doesn't get it. The the, the Bandemir family. I I don't know why it's so hard for us to learn, right? Like the Bandemir family. Do what they do with their local community. Are the people out there in the Denver area that unique, that 
helping out and giving uh, giving back and being a center of the community and working with the school kids and working with everybody like to be a good neighbor is so uh, you know, shocking of a, a, a development, like, no, man, no, like you got to work together with these people. What is it? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Who has the power to shut you down? You better keep them close. You make, better make them feel like they're part of your deal. Shade over parking area stands will help them anyways. Uh, great. It's, it's a good idea. Free charging for evil EV groups. Yes. But that is not going to solve the problem. You missed it, Max. Trip was awesome. Well, okay. But maybe that was just between you guys. And now you've put it out publicly, Steve. Like maybe he didn't want it. It was just like a nugget of information for you to have. And now you've put it out there for the world. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best idea or not. Now, Salinas, we're going to be speaking with him a lot on WFO this year. Four wide drag racing in Vegas. Here's my take on the four wide. Everyone's continuously asked me. And my take is this. At the start of the year, it's perfect. We mix it up a little bit. We get packed house out there in Vegas. Why not? And then we'll come back and do it again in Charlotte. Excited. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on a Monday. Share the show. Share the show. Click share. You YouTubers out there, comments and likes apparently are very important. So do it. Big thanks to Trip for coming on the show. Thanks to everyone behind the scenes for helping out with social media. Welcome to VP Racing Fuels and all of our sponsors, FTI Performance, Total Seal, Sam Tech, Frank Hawley, Marvin Rodak, and all you Patreons out there who are sporting the show directly. Like it's really makes a big difference, huge difference. And we thank you. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, Alan Reinhardt will join us. But losing a track, it's, it's hard to explain until it's happened to you. And it's happened to me. It's happening to me for a second time. And it's just can't let it happen. They don't let the football stadiums go away. Why? Well, they generate a lot of money. That's a big part of it. That trip was pretty good. He said flat out, he goes, you know, like, I got to get used to this part. He's got a great mentor, Tommy Johnson. Speaking of people that are qualified to be out there racing. If you don't watch Drive to Survive, the Formula One show on Netflix, you don't have to like Formula One, but I think you should watch it. I had kind of fought it off for a while. But now I'm on it. And, oh my gosh, do we need something like that so badly? All right, guys. WFO, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, hit that archive. Ignition tonight with the Patreon co-hosts. It's going to be great. See you then. WFO. <laughs>